Hey everybody, before we dive into this week's episode, we wanted to let you in on a secret announcement. On Wednesday, October 12th, our weekly show, X with Q, will become the Just Lead podcast. Listen, we believe that the way forward in a rapidly changing culture and through life's most challenging situations is to simply do what leaders do, just lead. That's right, just lead. It's that simple, but it's not easy. And one thing's for sure, you're not alone in it. We're in the trenches with you, and we want to challenge you to take action and make choices that truly move the needle in your life, family, and organization. So we're excited about this fresh take on the podcast with an all-new format, dynamic conversations, special guests, and of course, the same Brooklyn approach to leadership that you've grown to love with Pastor Mark Q. So no need to search on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening today. The Just Lead podcast will be right here waiting for you in this feed. And in the coming weeks, we'll be moving our 100 plus episode archive of X with Q leadership content over to a different feed. So we'll give you more information about that when it becomes available. If you haven't already, make sure to tap that subscribe button and turn on your notifications so you'll be ready for release day on October 12th. Thanks for listening and taking the ride with us this far. You are why we do what we do. Okay, y'all ready? Let's jump into this week's episode. So 10 years ago, you started the chapel. A team of people planted the chapel. And, you know, most church planners and leaders, really, for that matter, you know, they're, they're charismatic. They're great at casting vision. Yet so many passionate and zealous leaders fall short. Why is that? I mean, it's something actually, you know, my church planning coach who was uh, the founder of of Association of Related Churches, ARC, Billy Hornsby, he taught me sitting in a room one time and and he said, he said, you know, PQ, what you need to do is is preach Jesus. And he said three things. He said, preach Jesus, preach uh, joy and uh, don't preach vision. And I thought it was really interesting. And one of the reasons why, and this is what he taught me, is because many times we preach vision because it excites us and it's in us. Like the Bible says, it's, it's shut up in my bones. I got to get it out. But we make the mistake of Joseph. We shared information too soon to the wrong people. And so what happens is we have no credibility as a leader yet in our community. Wow. So we preach all of this vision, which, by the way, is of God and wonderful, but it's the timing of when it was said to the people. That winds up messing because people, especially in America, where we're, half of us are wounded because of unhealthy leaders in churches. Yeah. That's what happens. They're like, oh, this guy's going to change the world. This guy's going to do this. We're going to eradicate homelessness. We're going to do. And all of that very well may be true. And God may have told you that. But be careful because it's coming out of a vessel that has no credibility to fall on ears that have fertile soil to help you accomplish the vision yet. So it's credit. It's about credibility in the beginning. So how do you what are some of the common mistakes that? you see leaders making when they let vision outrun their credibility? Well, it's because it's, it's, Paul says this, you know, don't feed a child, you know, meat because they're unable. See, the principle of that is they're unable to digest what has been given to them. Although the issue is not digest. 
because it's what was given to them that can't be digested. So the, the vision is vast and it should be. And the passion is off the charts and it should be. But earn the credibility. The Bible says, let your yay be yay and your nay be nay. Start off with a couple of low-hanging fruit things to, hey, we said we were going to show up on Saturday and beautify the park. You better show up Saturday a couple of dozen times to beautify the park and it better look good and you better tell everybody because people gravitate towards what, listen, they attach to people that do what they say they're going to do. That's what credibility is. Wow. <laughs> so I think a lot of times in our zeal, we choke people that aren't ready. Oh, they can digest stuff, but they're just not ready to digest a T-bone. Listen, when you talk to people, make sure your word is your word. If you tell them they're going to something's going to happen, you pick them up at the airport at four o'clock, you're going to call them next tomorrow. Let your credibility rises and falls on you keeping your word. And, and by the way, where you live in a culture where nothing is credible anymore. So it's, it's, I say it's real easy to create credibility right now. Just be faithful to what you say. So is there, are there different ways to establish credibility? Let's just say, you know, you're, you're a leader and you're actually having to establish credibility with the people that you're leading versus um, you're, maybe you're on a staff and you're establishing credibility with your leaders, with the people who are leading you. Yeah. How do you establish credibility from both of those perspectives? Yeah, if I'm a staff member in an organization or I'm a staff member at a church, what I'm constantly looking to do, the fastest way and the most, the deepest, most effective way is serve people. Serve people. Understand the people that you are around. You know, understand the people that you're around and what do they need above and beyond job descriptions. Don't let job descriptions, you know, I don't gravitate towards anybody who works at the chapel who just sticks to their job description. This is a mission. This is we're, we're we're on a big thing here. So if you're a staff member, serve people. What do what does the organization need above and beyond outside of your job description? And then what do people need? These are your coworkers. These are your brothers and sisters in Christ. What do they need? They may need more positive affirmation. They may need a healthy word. They may need hey, you you had a bad day. I'm going to go get you you know a venti latte. Whatever that is, I think you establish credibility as a person. First, before someone will digest the vision that the person is communicating. Yeah. So establish vision, establish the credibility as a person. You know, it's really hard to understand and to follow a person who has a vision to change the world for Jesus who isn't already acting like Jesus. That's really difficult. Mm-hmm. I don't know many people that do, and I know many people who will start that way and they won't last. It's, it, it, they won't last following a person like that. There was, a, there was an old article that came out years ago about the quarterback, Kurt Warner. And, you know, he was an, out, he was an outspoken Christian in the NFL, Super Bowl champion, MVP. And they said his message was credible uh, because the person was credible. It was a great quote. And, and it really yeah. struck home. It was many years ago. But it, but it really struck home. And I think sometimes we're just so new at everything. People don't know. They're, they're kind of bashful. And their prior experience with leadership has been horrible. And they project that on us. So we have an uphill battle anyway. For sure. Yeah. So from that church planning perspective, maybe maybe someone's moving into a new city or they're, they're getting their feet under them. I mean, what are some of those early wins? How, maybe speak to church planners for a second. How do you establish credibility in the launch phase of your church? Yeah, I mean, you, you know, uh, clearly you, you, you have a date, you're going to launch your church and you're going to have a team. You're going to accumulate. You're going to attract a team of people that are saying, look, I'm going to be with you in this. This is my next season of life. This is what I'm with. With those people, no matter what they are, 20 to 90, 20 to 150 people, doesn't matter. The whole idea is whatever you say you're going to do, do it. 
And don't overestimate your capability of accomplishment. Don't overestimate it. It's better to say a few things that you're going to do in a timely, correct fashion than name 20 things and you only do 10. Because what the enemy will do is make those people concentrate on the 10 that you didn't. And you may have good reason why you didn't do the 10. Yeah. Just a few. Hey, we're going to meet Thursday at 7 o'clock. We're going to have donuts. We're going to have coffee. And I'm going to give you the mission on what we're going to do next week. Boom. Those things better happen. If more happens, then that's fantastic. But just make sure less things, less things that you're saying and make sure you accomplish them. Yeah. It's the old saying the under promise and over deliver. Of course. Of course. So what do you do? Maybe someone's lost some credibility in their organization. How do you regain that momentum and bounce back? Yeah, that's, that's, those are obviously, you know, the, the incline to getting in the good graces of your community or, 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 or with people, the incline can be steep. Mm-hmm. The the first thing, and by the way, I've been that person multiple po- times in an organization where I've lost credibility. What what I have seen that makes people whip their head around quicker and go, whoa, there's a change there is one, the same thing that would have earned you credibility. Then start a track, start a track record of what you say you're going to do. You did number one, number two, be sure that the words that are coming out of your mouth in the org- about the organization or about the goal or about what you're doing, no one can mis- misconstrue them as anything less than positive and affirming. Number three, be sure <laughs> that they understand you're a team player. Wow. You ain't just climbing the ladder. You're not trying to suck up to the boss. You're just trying not to get a raise. That regardless whether you're recognized or not, you are for the goal of the team. You are for the goal of the organization. Three things that if you can really do them in a disciplined fashion, you'll earn credibility back faster than anybody else. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Don't worry about messing up. You always have the ability, absolutely always have the ability to earn credibility. Just do what you say you're going to do. Thank you so much, Pastor Q. Come on. Thanks for listening to X with Q. For more leadership content, hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode with a friend. See you next time.